listening to Women's Reality Radio, America's fresh new podcast, bringing you the conversations women really want to be having from coast to coast. Here you'll find refreshingly personal views and insights on business, money, medicine, social issues, and relationships, all produced by women for women. Zero so-called reality celebrity clutter. Women's Reality Radio. Change your conversation. Change your reality. Hi, everyone. This is Sherry Young, your host with Women's Reality Radio. Today on our health and wellness episode, we have a very special guest, Kim Reynolds, who is a wife, mother, artist, and ovarian cancer survivor. She's here to share her inspiring story of beating cancer. Given only six months to live in 2011, Kim sought alternative holistic methods of treatment to save her own life and went on a desperate 30-day healing journey to defy the odds. Five years later, she faces her second cancer diagnosis, this time liver and cervical cancer. As she prepares to venture out into her second healing journey, Kim is here to share her advice, insight, web, and book resources for those of you who may be facing cancer for the first time or know someone who is. And although Kim's diagnosis has come within the last few days, she wanted to be here today to spread hope. Kim, thank you and welcome to the show. Hi, Sherry. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you. We are honored to have you. This work that we're doing uh, with Women's Reality Radio is often sacred ground. Um, And I would say that talking with you absolutely feels like sacred ground. You're, You're so generous to let us into your life. I'm here within the week of your diagnosis and to even respond to my request that you come on the show. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Sherry. I I feel very encouraged and I'm not giving up hope because I know that there are other solutions to healing or keeping this ugly disease at bay. And so I'm really not, um, there is a part of me that is a little terrified you know, because it's my human side. Um, but at the same time, I've seen how hundreds of people have taken their own health into their own hands. And there's so much information out there. We just need to go out and research and do what's best for our own body. Yes. Yes. And I think with the majority of our listenership is female. And You know, I think as women, you know, those of us who are mothers, wives, um, many of us still have uh, parents living. Uh, We may be a caregiver for those parents. um, And we're always giving out. You know, we're always nurturing and caring for others. And it's just our nature. And I think, you know, you use the word terrified. And when I first read actually on Facebook where you and I are connected, um, your post, I was so moved by your positive attitude in your post, but also I felt terror. And the terror was, wow, like, what if, you know, what if I were in that situation? And then a little bit of terror for you, even though you and I aren't aren't close friends where our families are connected. Our daughters are close. Mm -hmm. And I know that you're a really devoted mother and wife. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think you've been married about a year now in in your second marriage. So just the terror really of facing the reality that you're facing. And so it sounds like you're, you're experiencing both. They're coexisting. You can have terror in the human side of yourself, but yet your spirit is determined and hopeful. Absolutely. I, you know, there's a part of me, it's really strange because um, a couple of days I was walking one of my dogs and I was looking at all the beautiful leaves that are changing. And I thought, wow, they're so beautiful. And I thought I kind of compared it to people when they're confronted with their own mortality that's when they're at their best. 
And I have found my, in my case that whenever I've come across these um, situations in life that have been so hard and, you know, as a human, you, there's a lot of uncertainty, but at the same time, that forces you to really um, look at your life and prioritize and, and see what's really important. So although it's really scary and, you know, it, it's also a very beautiful time because it makes me see things from a different perspective. You know, I, I, my daughters are above everything else and I'm not stressing out over the little things. And, um, so it's a very strange thing, you know, it's like the best of times and the worst of times. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. I, I mean, I can identify with that. I've been, I, been fortunate to not have to face cancer, mm-hmm. but you know, I have walked that road with people I love and, and I lost my mom, uh, a couple of years ago not to cancer, although she did beat breast cancer during her lifetime. But I have seen, you know, the resilience of the human spirit. And it's pretty, it's larger than life. It's absolutely larger than life. And I think that your story that you shared with me a couple of days ago in beating cancer the first time. Yes. Um, you know, and how you took your health into your own hands and the choices you made in the face of that diagnosis and, and the outcome are, like I said, extraordinary. That's an extraordinary story. Would you please share with the listeners, go back five years ago and walk us through what happened? Absolutely. Well, I uh, noticed a growth in my abdomen. Um, And I thought, well, it's nothing. You know, I thought maybe it was just, you know, at first I felt like I was just bloated. And uh, when I went to the, to the doctor, I went to my OBGYN, his look, his face just went white. And he said, Kim, I need you to go to an oncologist. And in my mind, I didn't want to accept it. I thought there's no way that I have cancer because I lead a healthy lifestyle. Um, But at that time, I was going through a very stressful um, time in my life because I was going through a divorce. And um, so I was I was under very stressful circumstances. Um, When I went to my oncologist, sure enough, you know, after they checked me out, uh, he told me that I had cancer. And um, then he pulled my mother aside and he told her that I had about six months to live and that I should get my affairs in order and say my goodbyes. Well, one night, um, you know, I was faced with the choice of whether or not I should do chemotherapy and go the traditional route. Yeah. And can I back up just a minute for you just to clarify a couple of things? So you were diagnosed with ovarian cancer. Right. Um, what did they what other details did they give you in your diagnosis as as did they say you were at a specific stage? Yes. And both uh, ovaries or what was happening? Well, initially what they did is they they actually went in and operated on me because I had this growth. And <clears throat> initially they thought that that's where the cancer was, but the the tumor that they pulled out was benign and then when they went to check my left ovary, um, there was cancer and, um, and then they did the staging and I was already, uh, stage three B, which is like the step, half a step before stage four. And, um, so they did a a complete hysterectomy because, uh, initially they were just going to remove that tumor. But then when they saw that the cancer was there, it had already spread to my, uh, uterus and my omentum. And the omentum is a, a thin layer of fat that protects your uh, organs. And in a way, that was a blessing because when cancer gets into um, fatty tissue, it doesn't spread really fast. And so it's a blessing that it was caught in my omentum and that it didn't spread to the rest of my organs. Um, but even after the surgery, 
um, the doctor said, you know, that I needed to do about six months of chemo. And I thought, well, if you're giving me six months, why would I want to do six months of chemo? You know, I want to live the rest of my life. Exactly. You know, I want to have quality of life. I don't want to be suffering, you know? So, um, after I, um, one night I stayed up all night, I was doing research on alternative methods and natural health. And it was very clear to me, um, I believe in God. And so I was, I was praying, meditating, asking God for a clear answer as to what I should do. And I stayed up all night and at around five o'clock in the morning, I got my answer. I knew that I needed to try something else. And so the next day, that same day, actually, I contacted my ex-husband and I said, listen, I need to go away for 30 days. I'm going to go on a organic juice fast. Um, I'm going to go to the beach because breathing the air from the ocean has negative ions and the negative ions kill cancer. And I was just trying to think of anything that would um, build my immune system and kill the cancer cells. Yes. And after doing all this research, I came to the conclusion that it's really kind of simple in a way. Um, If you want to prevent cancer, keep your body alkaline. And you do that by eating mostly vegetables and drinking a lot of water and not allowing stress to take over your life. Mm. Yes. Um, when your body is acidic, you're creating an environment in your body that promotes the growth of cancer. And so what blows me away is that in the mainstream medical world, they don't tell, teach you anything about keeping your body alkaline. It's something really simple. And you can even do that just by drinking a lot of water and flushing out the toxins and, you know, um, but they don't teach you that because, you know, of course, doctors are taught to administer chemicals, you know, to deal with these things. Right. And I'm not saying anything negative about mainstream doctors because I do believe in a, in an integrative approach. Um, but I think that we all need to be educated consumers and we need to do research and everybody's body is different. Yes. And we all have different needs. And um, just as we have different needs, the different types of cancer respond to different treatments, you know, differently. Yes. Um, So I went away for 30 days. I went down to uh, South Florida. Let me back up just a second. So you're faced with this choice. The doctor says, you know, six months to live, six months of chemo, uh, (laughs) which doesn't sound like you know, that's no, not, no fun for anyone to have, you know, those are your options. You did, he did, obviously he, they, they recommended surgery and was that like a full hysterectomy? Yes. Okay. And so you, you went through the surgery, you chose not to go through the chemotherapy. And before you went away, did you talk with your doctor about that decision? I did. And, you know, I was really blessed with a doctor who, although he didn't agree with my choice because he didn't understand my approach, um, he was, he understood that it was my body and that it was my choice to make. And so our agreement was that I would go away for 30 days and do my thing, uh, you know, do the organic juicing, exercise, go to the beach, um, absorb some of the sun, which is vitamin D, you know, vitamin Mm -hmm. D combats cancer as well. And so I told him all these things and I said, listen, at the end of the 30 days, if you don't see an improvement in my, um, cancer markers, when you do my blood test, then I will try something more drastic and I will, you know, consider doing something else. But until then, please let me do this and let's see how we do. And at the end of the 30 days, when I came back, um, they did my blood test and he did an exam and he said, Kim, I don't know what you're doing. He said, but I want you to keep doing it because you're the healthiest patient I have right now. He said, your blood markers are perfect. 
And he's like, I, and he said, I would never recommend chemo to somebody in your condition. Oh my goodness. And that's in 30 days. That's all it took. And, and what I want to mention is that it wasn't just, I didn't only do, um, diet changes. You know, I took the time to laugh. I watched funny movies. I listened to the music that I liked. I took the time to relax. I went to the beach. I rode my bike. I did all these things to feed my mind, body, and soul. And, um, and to me, that's very important because a lot of times we think that to beat cancer or other diseases that we just need to f- uh, focus on the physical Mm-hmm. But I think it's very important to focus on your mind and your spirit as well. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we hear this so much about stress affecting our health. And, you know, it's one of those, stress is one of those somewhat intangible, somewhat immeasurable factors in our health, but it seems in your case, with removing by removing yourself from your daily stressors and your daily responsibilities and putting yourself in a place that was, you know, Im- immersing yourself in healthy recovery, basically. It's almost like going to uh not to dry out or to detox or whatever, but I mean it was a wholehearted 110% commitment to saving your life and doing everything you could possibly do to de-stress, to put good in and remove the bad from the environment and from your daily experience, correct? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It was like a detox in every sense. Uh, I was detoxing my body I was getting reconnected with God and allowing him to work in me. You know, um, I think spirituality is a very important thing. Um, I was reading things that were feeding my mind, you know, and um, so absolutely. It felt like a complete detox from every um, aspect of my life. And you were studying even you studied before you made the decision, but while you were gone, were you also studying, you know, obviously what you were putting in your body was, you were very careful about that. Was there any specific diet that you followed or was it a combination of all the information you found? Well, some of it was a combination, but initially I, um, I had gone online and done research on what were the best things that would combat cancer. And one of the things that I found was if you really want to be aggressive and if you're really strong about it, um, carrot juice is one of the best things to beat cancer, but you have to be really, really disciplined. And um, I did that. I only drank carrot juice for about two weeks. Um, wow. Yeah. And, and is that like obviously organic or locally grown, not through like mass farming? So, I mean, you want to get something that has not been sprayed with chemicals and packed with preservatives, right? Absolutely. And I found, I thought it was going to be really expensive, but you can actually find, um, organic carrots, like a 10 pound bag for about $5. And that's really not bad. Um, a 10 pound bag would last me two days. (laughs) That's pretty much. Oh, wow. I know. So I was drinking a lot. I look like an Oompa Loompa. I was very orange. (laughs) (laughs) And were you, were you, um, were you juicing? So you were juicing the carrots. Right. And were you drinking the straight carrot juice or adding anything to it? No, straight carrot juice. Sometimes I would add a little lemon um, because I drank lemon in my water anyway. I was drinking about a gallon of water with lemon and about five pounds of carrots a day. And I did that for two weeks straight. And then after that, I uh, continued incorporating 
some cruciferous vegetables because all the cruciferous vegetables are uh, cancer-fighting. Uh, they have a lot of cancer-fighting um, uh, nutrients. And uh, so I did that. And so for about a whole month, all I did was juice. Uh, towards the end of the month, I started eating some of the vegetables that I was juicing just to start getting my stomach ready for solids. But um, that was pretty much it. And then after my month of juicing, I did something that is called the Budwig Protocol. And there is a uh, clinic in England. You know, I couldn't afford to go to one of these really expensive clinics where, uh, you know, they feed you organic foods and they, they do all these natural treatments. They're about $50,000 for a two-week stay. Wow. And so when I did my research, I thought, well, if I'm disciplined enough, I can do these things myself. And, and this is called yeah. what? Can you spell that again? Sure. It's uh, B-U-D. Uh, I see. Bud Wig. Yeah. Oh. B-U-G. Uh, W-I-G. So B-U-D-W-I-G. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Budwig. Yeah, sorry. No, 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 no. It's fine. So it's a funky name. It's a funky name. So yes. Budwig. Budwig. Okay. And is that a, a, a diet or a place you can go? Well, it's a diet. It's the name of a German doctor who developed this diet. But there's also a uh, Budwig Institute, I believe, and it's in England. Um, and people go there and pay to have somebody, uh, feed them these foods and, you know, fix them nice organic, uh, salads and everything. Right. But at the, at the core of the diet is it's basically cottage cheese, uh, mixed with flaxseed oil. And what that does, flaxseed oil is really great for, uh, getting rid of cancer and for preventing cancer. But by mixing it with the cottage cheese, what you do is you create something that's called a Trojan horse effect. And mm. so cancer loves to eat protein and it loves sugar. And so when you eat that combination of cottage cheese and flaxseed oil, the cancer cells open up to eat that protein in the cottage cheese. Mm -hmm. And uh, when, they, when the cell opens up, the flaxseed oil attacks the, the core of the cell and it kills it. Wow. And so um, I would eat that. And in fact, now I'm eating that again. Um, I eat that every morning and uh, it can be mixed with berries to give it a little flavor because flaxseed with cottage cheese does not taste very good. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's very effective and, and hundreds of people have been healed from cancer by simply doing that. Gotcha. And I actually just found as you were talking, the um, just for our listeners, mm -hmm. um, the Budwig Cancer Center, Natural right. Treatments for Cancer. And the website is Budwig, B-U-D as in dog, W-I-G Center, C-E-N-T-E-R.com. And so you found this to be a protocol here that they recommend that you wanted to try. And so you, you after two weeks of the straight carrot juice, you went into the Budwig protocol, I suppose. Well, it was after um, about 30 days of juicing. Um, I did two weeks of just carrot juice. Uh, and, then, and then I added other vegetables to my carrot juice. Yes. And at the end of the 30 days, I started with the Budwig protocol, and that's where I ate the cottage cheese with flaxseed oil in the morning, and you can mix it with uh, blueberries or strawberries to give it a little flavor. And then throughout the day, you mostly eat raw vegetables. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so you come back, and it's 30 days since you had the conversation with your, your doctor, oncologist. And he tells you that he would never recommend chemotherapy to a patient in your state of health. Right. He said that I was in perfect health. And before I left for the 30 days, he was recommending chemotherapy for a period of six months. And so that's, to me, making that small sacrifice, 
you know, a lot of people say, well, I could never go without food or I could never go out, go with my, without my biscuits, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to me, it's such a small sacrifice to dedicate yourself at least for a 30 day period. That's about how long it takes for uh, people to detox or, you know, yes. to get all the yucky stuff out of your body. And, uh, and it's amazing how only one month, that's all it took is one month of dedication. And I was in the, so it was really the best health I've ever been in my life. I would imagine. Yeah, you probably felt great. I did. My, I felt awesome. I, uh, my skin was glowing. Um, I felt uh, a sense of peace. You know, because uh, when you clean your body, it's amazing how it affects your mind as well. Mm. I don't know if you've noticed when you eat foods that aren't good for you, you're, it kind of clouds your mind a little bit, you yes. know? Yeah. And so by doing this, you feel this clarity of mind. Um, I also felt uh, almost more connected to God because I just felt um, there because of the clarity of mind, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. and um so I would recommend it to anybody. And there are different ways of doing cleanses. You don't have to um, go on a complete juice fast. You can actually eat those vegetables as well and, and get many of the same benefits. Um, the reason why I did the juicing is because when you juice, it also gives your organs a rest and it allows your body to heal faster. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So then you come back and you get this news and obviously, I mean, wow. <laughs> so you get to tell your, your family and then you go, did he ask you to come back, what, in six months or a year or did he release you or what happened next? Yes. Over the the next, I think it was the following two years, I went for uh, every six months and then he told me that I only needed to go every year. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, it, and that was five years ago. Correct. Okay. And so can you tell us what's happening with you now? What I know that there's um, uh, liver cancer, correct? Yeah. And what else is happening? Well, I uh, recently went for a, a checkup and... Um, I went to a very prestigious oncologist here in Atlanta, and uh, I noticed that I wasn't feeling really great. I was um, I was feeling a little lethargic. I wasn't as energetic. I um, I noticed that there was I just wasn't feeling that great, and so I asked my doctor to please. Uh, do the CA-125 test, which is the test that um, that tells you what your cancer markers are for, for ovarian cancer. And, uh, and he said, okay, I think that's a good idea. And uh, when the test results came back, uh, my markers were high. And I thought, well, maybe it's just, you know, I've been going through a very stressful time this last year. Well, actually, these last two years have been very stressful. And a lot of times, as you said earlier, as a mom and as a woman, we forget about ourselves. Mm, And so a lot of the things that I knew I was supposed to be doing, I wasn't doing because I was experiencing, um, I had uh, one of my daughters uh, was going through a very deep depression. She's only 15 years old. And so I dedicate, I didn't, um, pursue a job and I stayed at home just to dedicate myself to her. And, uh, and so in doing that, and then, um, my husband's, uh, daughter, my daughter, my stepdaughter, she's a uh, recovering drug addict. And so there's been a lot of stress related to that. And all of that compounded, you know, a lot of times we just forget our own advice. Yes. And, uh, and so I really truly believe that the reason why this cancer came back is because I allowed stress to take over my life. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that is so, I mean, you know, we could, I know we're preaching to the choir, speaking to our listeners, because we as women just, I mean, it's, it, it's something that we have to each take responsibility for, and that's managing the stress level in our own lives. And especially those of us in, in midlife, I have to say, you know, young women too, there's lots of stress. You know, when you're young and you're in, in college or coming out of school and you're looking for a job or having babies and, you, you know, all, you know, every season of life is stressful. But the, to me, as a woman in my late 40s, you know, I found there's something uniquely stressful about this season in life because we have um, either parents who are ill or parents who need our support in one way or another. And then we have children who are becoming adults. Um, and so you, you kind of get it from all angles. And then if you have gone through a divorce and you're a single parent or even remarrying, you know, financial stressors come in the mix, um, you know, combining families, second families, that can be a stressful thing like, you know, you've experienced and so, you know, we're just in this season in life where it's coming at us from all angles. And by virtue of our age, I think we are more more vulnerable to disease and to, um, you know, whether it's bone density or cancer or mm-hmm. blood pressure whatever it may be, weight gain, hormone imbalance. These are all things that we as women have to to be aware of. So I think it's easy for any of us to let stress uh, take over. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, just by having stress in your life, you know, you're going to be producing more cortisol. Um, That's when you start getting the belly, you know, and... And I, one thing, another thing that I do to keep things in check is I do the bioidentical hormones because even a hormonal imbalance can cause cancer. And, uh, so I don't know if I caused, you know, this or not, but I, um, because I beat it the first time, I'm really encouraged this second time, um, that I can beat it again. And, you know, there are no guarantees in this life, um, but I, I still, I have that hope and that goes a long way. You know, when you have that faith in something and that hope in something, that little ray of light, it just, it keeps you going. And, uh, just by having a positive attitude, that's another thing. A lot of times when people are told, Hey, you have cancer. People think that it's a death sentence. And my own oncologist said, Kim, I don't know, but he said, sometimes when people hear that, they grieve themselves to death. And so it's so important that we keep a positive outlook and have that hope. You know, there is always hope and there's always a solution to our problems, including cancer. It's Mm -hmm. not a death sentence. And, um, you know, we just have to learn how to, you know, listen to our bodies and balance it out. It's all about balance. Yes. Yeah. And so you're leaving on Monday, I believe just in two days to go on your next 30 day, uh, healing journey, correct? Correct. And I'm excited about it because, um, it just, it's going to allow me to get reconnected and rebalanced. And, you know, I, I told my daughters, I sat them down and I said, girls, are you sure this is okay if I go away? And they, they were very supportive. I have a very supportive husband, um, very supportive daughters. And I, and I thought, you know, as I did before, 30 days is such a little piece of time to take out you know, for myself to, to do everything I can on my end, you know, I'm going to allow the doctors to give me advice and I'm going to listen to some of it, whatever I think is best for my body. And, um, but I'm also going to do everything in my power to to stay around for a while. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we want to see that happen. We absolutely want to see that happen. And I know your girls, you know, you, you have two beautiful daughters and a husband and, and um, stepchildren and and we all know that they very much want that to happen. And I am so inspired, and I know our listeners are so inspired by your will and your strength and your attitude. I mean, just your attitude. You know, you're excited to go away. I think for many of us as mothers, even leaving our children for 30 days, you know, we joke about, oh, I need a vacation <laughs> or I need a break. Or if I could just have two or three days to myself, you yeah. know, but even just logistically, Kim, leaving your family for 30 days, you know, that's a huge sacrifice for all of you. Oh, it is. And, you know, it, even when my girls are gone for two days, if they're gone for the weekend, I miss them. I miss them terribly. And, uh, you know, I'm becoming like, I'm starting to feel that empty nest syndrome because one of my daughters is going to be going away to college and, you know, there's this part of me that's becoming very needy. Yes, I can identify. <laughs> and I'm clinging on to my little girls. I'm like, please don't grow up. Yes. You know, but um, they, they, my girls have been very supportive and they, um, there's a part of them that isn't even that scared when I say the word cancer because they saw me beat it once. And yeah. And it's kind of empowered them to a certain extent. Uh, My oldest daughter, Chloe, has become a big health nut. You know, she gets up and she makes her smoothies and her juices and she's she drinks a lot of water. And I feel like that's one thing that I can say that I've um, passed on to my girls and um, that I've been able to empower them with, you know, is is, you know, take care of your bodies you know, from the time you're young, and then you won't suffer from these things when you're older. Yes. And I would, I would venture to say you've given them much more than just that. I mean, just (laughs) by your witness and your example and, and beating cancer once. I mean, and, you know, you're modeling, um, you know, facing your challenges head on, Mm-hmm. being in reality, taking responsibility for your health as much as you can. None of us can control uh, if things are meant to be a certain way. And and I also believe in God. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the day, we put our lives in His hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but anything you can physically do and spiritually do, mentally, emotionally, Clearly, you've done that and you've, you know, shown that to your daughters. So, and to all of us who know this story now and will continue to follow your story. And I just want to share um, some resources that you gave me to share with the listeners. For those of you out there dealing with cancer, um, if you're looking for information on how to help yourself, um, these are some websites that Kim gave me and books that she gave me before the show. One website you mentioned here is cancertutor.com. Yes, that website has been a wealth of information for me. Um, it has a list of all the different kinds of cancer and the best treat, the best natural treatments for each one. And so I would recommend if anybody's looking, that's a great place to start. Okay. Okay. And then also, I know you're in Atlanta and I'm here in Chattanooga. And so in that Chattanooga and Atlanta are quickly becoming connected through North Georgia. Mm -hmm. Um, And you've listed some integrative and holistic medicine Uh, websites and resources in our geographic area. For those of you listening who aren't in this area, I would imagine you could still connect with um, professionals through these websites um, and maybe they could help you find an integrative and holistic treatment center or resources wherever you live. Um, Here we have listed, and I'm going to add these to our website tonight when I uh, load your podcast 
So you can find it at womensrealitynetwork.com as well. But drprevent.com, cim.md, I would assume, is that Center for Integrative Medicine? Yes, it is. That's in Chattanooga. Okay, yeah, here. Um, And in fact, I have a guest coming on from Center for Integrative Medicine soon on um, hormone replacement therapy, and we're going to be talking about plant-based alternatives for that. So I think you mentioned that's what you incorporate into your health routine. Yes, it's been a lifesaver, especially, you know, uh, for women who are uh, in pre-menopause or going through menopause, this is a lifesaver. Okay. Yeah, I need that one. <laughs> uh, progressivemedicalcenter.com. Now, is that in Atlanta? That's in Atlanta, and it's an integrative... Um, integrative medicine clinic. And so they have mainstream doctors as well as, you know, you can go to a nutritionist, um, somebody who specializes in herbs, you know, so if you want to go the mainstream way, you can, but you can also go the alternative health route. Right. Yeah. And then back to this, I mentioned it, but I skipped over it. The doctorprevent.com. What is that? Okay, Dr. Prevent, he is a, I'm not going to mention his name because I don't have his permission right now, but if you go to his website, you can get all the information. Um, This doctor is really on the forefront of alternative um, cutting edge methods in in, uh, beating cancer. And he brought a lot of these methods from the West Coast where it was uh, more openly accepted than it was on the East Coast. and um, But he's had a lot of success, especially in the area of um, different kinds of IVs. And so the last time, the first time I had cancer, I did um, vitamin C IVs. And what that is, you, they hook you up to an IV, and each time you do a vitamin C IV, Um, is the equivalent of eating 600 oranges. That's how much vitamin C your body receives. And so you can never overdose on vitamin C. Whatever your body doesn't need, you either, you pee it out or you get rid of it some other way. um, But what this does, it's almost like a natural form of chemotherapy. It turns into, when, when it goes into your bloodstream, it almost turns into like hydrogen peroxide and it eats away at the cancer cells. And in the, at the same time, it builds your immune system and you feel great and your skin looks wonderful. <laughs> wow. Yes. Woo. I know. Okay. This is really <laughs> mind blowing. Okay. We're going to jump down to naturallifeclinic.com. Yeah, Natural Life Clinic is a clinic in Dalton, Georgia, and it's a it's a chiropractor, but they have started offering something that's called the Magnusphere, and this is a um, it's a it's called magnetic resonance therapy, and what you do is you just sit in this uh, machine, and it has uh, these magnetic fields that kind of um, if you're experiencing stress or you can't sleep, uh, those kind of things, it just kind of, it works on your, um, nervous system and it it levels it out and it just makes you have this feeling of peace and calm and you sleep really well. And when you take stress out of your life, you take all other kind of diseases out of your life as well. Exactly. So so that's not, that's not necessarily, you know, a um, it's not programmed necessarily to directly fight cancer, but it it does help you to de-stress and calm the, I guess, the nervous system. Yes, yeah. and, and um, this clinic is one of the only clinics in uh, in our area of the country that that has this machine, and okay. so that's why I'm recommending. Um, this uh, this doctor, but he's also a very good chiropractor, and they have um, they have a vitamin shop and a supplement shop, and they have other kinds of. Uh, I think they have massage therapy and and other kinds of treatments that okay. help with your overall health. Okay, so naturallifeclinic.com. Again, if you're not in the North Georgia area, 
still, I would encourage you to reach out and um, communicate with these people. I'm just going to pull from my own experience. My mother was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in the 80s, and my father found a dietary, a curative dietary therapy program for her that was based in Santa Rosa, California. Doctor, well, I won't say his name. I don't have his uh, permission, but St. Helena Health Center there offered a um, a curative dietary therapy, and um, it was life changing for her in terms of um, being aware of the foods going into her body that were proven to be connected to deterioration of um, the spinal cord. And so, which is where MS, you know, is connected to. It's that synapsis between the brain and the spinal cord and then your limbs. So not to go down that bunny trail, but my point is, it doesn't matter where you live anymore. If you don't have someone in your hometown who can help you, Go ahead and reach out to doctors all over because they, um, you just never know what they can do. A lot of times doctors now are taking patients who are, um, you know, you're able to send your blood work in. They can write a prescription to get certain blood tests done. Um, It depends on the doctor and his or her um, certification and what he or she can't do. So I don't want to say that's universal, but certainly you can benefit from consulting with someone who who works with people in these holistic therapies day in and day out. So reach out to these um, these websites. Then the last one here is livingfoodsinstitute.com. What is that? Living Foods Institute is a place here in Atlanta. Um, I'm not sure if they have other ones around the country, but they, are, they do the same thing, as you mentioned uh, before. They teach people how to eat holistically and healthy and, and eat the best foods for your type of body. And uh, they've also been very successful in helping people uh, beat cancer through juicing. Um, so they, you know, they're all about um, organic vegetables and juicing. And uh, they also teach... Um, some essential oil therapies, and uh, that kind of thing. Um, So if people are interested in learning how to eat, how to go about juicing, they can go to that institute, and that's where you would learn. Okay. And then lastly, something that we're hearing more and more about, I know it is controversial, and there's all kinds of legislation um, up for debate around this topic, and that's the topic of cannabis or a form of marijuana in curing cancer. Right. Um, and there's there's yeah. an oil here that you've listed um, and a website. So the tell us about that. And I, the website is, may I say the website here? Yes. yes. Okay. It's Phoenix Tears, uh, Phoenix as in the city Phoenix or Rising Phoenix, P-H-O-E-N-I-X, Tears, T-E-A-R-S, dot C-A. So tell us about that. Well, this is, um, there's a guy, and I can mention his name because he's out and he's he's been out for a while, but his name is Rick Simpson. And he lived in uh, British Columbia and he was diagnosed with, um, different kinds of melanoma. And uh, the doctors basically told him to go home and die. And so he needed to find a way to, um, to, to, he didn't want to die yet. And so he started doing research on cannabis. And long story short, you can go to his website and read his story. But long story short, he developed this product where he boiled down the cannabis and, um, you know, the marijuana plant and made this oil, but, um, you take such a minute amount that it doesn't, people have this concept, this idea that, that you'll feel drugged up or that it's like smoking the plant. It's not, 
He basically took out the best components of the plant, the medicinal components, and there have been story after story um, of people being cured from cancer. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, You can read all the details about it on the website. Yes, I'm there now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Really interesting. So what he's doing is he's selling a book. He's not selling the oil itself. Well, you can, there is another website that you can go to. And I think there's a link on his website where they do sell the product. Okay. You can buy the product, but you must have a, um, a written permission from your doctor, like a prescription. Right. And, uh, and, but if you live in a state where, uh, it's legal, then you can order it. No problem. But I think here in Georgia, where we're at or in Tennessee, we would have to send in a prescription from the doctor. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So hopefully more coming out on that because, um, well, I'm not going to get on my soapbox about it, but, you know, Mother Nature gave us cures for everything. We just haven't found them all and we haven't tapped into all of them. Absolutely. And so anything coming from a natural source... Um, you know, anything can be reconstituted and shifted around for recreational purposes. But, you know, the evidence of this plant having potent curative abilities is overwhelming. So um, hopefully that, you know, people will have more access to what they need for medicinal purposes. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I think... um Yes, God gave us all these wonderful plants and vegetables and fruits, you know, that are really like medicine. And um, we don't have to go out and spend thousands and thousands of dollars um, trying to find, you know, different cures uh, when, you know, it's right in front of us, you know, and we can start by simply, you know, eating better and drinking more water and, um you know, the best thing to do is just eat well now to prevent from going through what I'm going through right now and, you know, take care of your body. And, um, like I said, try to keep it alkaline and, uh, do some research on that. It's very simple. And, and the stress factor, you know, absolutely being aware of, of what is causing you stress, even though we can't remove people in situations, Mm -hmm. um, we can control how we respond to those people in those situations. So ladies, it's self-care, self-care, self-care. I mean, it doesn't matter, Kim, what show we're we're on. The women I talk to in the health and wellness category, whatever we're talking about, whether it's weight loss Um, Even in the conversation uh, I had the other day with a wealth advisor on money, it's self-care, self-care, self-care. Absolutely. And taking care of yourself so that you can, you know, be strong and hopefully live a long and prosperous and disease-free life. Now, I do want to mention three books that you listed here before we wrap. Um, this one is called, I can't wait to get my hands on this one. I'm going to order it through, uh, Amazon. I think I, I would imagine I can get it there. Natural Cures They Don't Want You to Know About by Kevin Trudeau. Yes. Uh, this has been one of the best things that I've ever bought. Um, Kevin Trudeau basically compiled all of this information from different health experts and is giving us really a wealth of information of simple everyday things like, for example, baking soda. Baking soda is one of the best things you can do to alkalize your body and to prevent from getting cancer. And it's so cheap. And so, yes, so he provides information that is easy and attainable for everybody to, um, you know, just to lead a healthy lifestyle. Yes. So it's not specifically about cancer, his book. It's just natural cures for, I guess, a number of different things. 
Right. It's it's for all different kinds. Although if uh, if you're suffering from cancer, go to chapter six. That's the one. <laughs> okay. Got it. And then there are two books in here by Suzanne Summers, and I'm a huge fan of hers. Mm-hmm. Um, not everyone is. And I think she's been, um, you know, typically people who are just stunningly gorgeous, um, <laughs> you know, really get a bad rap, right? Right. Um, and I think she's one of those people not to, you know, obviously the character she played in Three's Company, you know, uh, in that character role, she was so dingy. But in real life, she's quite bright and um, very intelligent woman, has um, been really involved in um, the whole prolonging life, lengthening your lifespan, turning back the clock turning back the aging process. And she has two books here that you mentioned. One is called Breakthrough, Eight Steps to Wellness. Mm-hmm. And the other is called Knockout. And it sounds like she has maybe compiled uh, a collection of interviews with doctors who are curing cancer. Yes. Uh, the, the latter book, Knockout, it also has a list of doctors across the United States that are uh, that are beating cancer naturally, and um, so it's also wow. a wealth of information, and it's a wonderful resource for those who are feeling hopeless and uh, that they don't know where to go. So I would, and also uh, Kevin Trudeau's book, Natural Cures They Don't Want You to Know About. At the back of the book, there's a list of different professionals, you know, doctors. Uh, people that are uh, nutrition experts, uh, where to get certain supplements. It has a wealth of information. Okay, awesome. Well, you have clearly given our listeners so much good information that they can dig into. Again, I'm just going to run through these dot-coms and these books, and then I want to reemphasize that you can Find that on our website, not immediately, but I'll get to work on that. It's just me over here right now. I don't have a whole team, (laughs) so I'll work as fast as I can. But there's cancertutor.com, doctorprevent.com, cim.md, progressivemedicalcenter.com, naturallifeclinic.com, livingfoodsinstitute.com. Dot com and then phoenixtears.ca. One book, it sounds like I want to get my hands on it, Knockout by Suzanne Summers with a list of doctors around the world or uh, who are curing cancer naturally, holistically, um, and interviews with those doctors. Her book, Breakthrough, Eight Steps to Wellness. And then, of course, Kevin Trudeau and his natural cures they don't want you to know about. Yeah. Um, love that title. Love the whole, uh, you know, going against the tide here, you know, what you didn't know that's in your pantry or your fridge that can, can help you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, most importantly, Kim, is this conversation we've had about your journey and thank you for sharing with us what you did five years ago to, save your own life mm. and to um, and to take the power into your own hands. I don't in any way want to minimize the seriousness of um, cancer and how devastating it can be for those of you out there who um, don't feel that you're at a place where an alternative um, program would be of help to you. Um you know, you have our greatest respect and prayers for health and wellness. And today, our goal was just to share with you um, an inspiring journey and a story of one woman woman's walk with cancer and how she beat it. And now here five years later, after surviving and beating her uh, six-month-to-live prognosis, she's faced with cancer again. And we cannot wait to hear, Kim, when you come back from your second healing journey. Um, share with us, if you would, come back on the show. Tell us what's going on in your life, what's happening at the doctor, what are, what are you hearing, what are they finding, 
Um, what did you learn in your your thirty day journey this time? And and until we come back together with you, please know that you have my prayers and gratitude for this time with you. Thank you so much, Sherry. And I can't wait to come back and, you know, either whatever the prognosis is, whatever, you know, I'm going to be going through at the time after my 30 days, you know, I, I still feel very blessed and I'm just, you know, I'll be honored to share with you guys what I, what I'm thinking, what I'm going through and what I've done. And, uh, hopefully it'll all be positive and good. (laughs) Yes. Yes, absolutely. We're believing for that. And I will, uh, Wrap us up here. Thank you, everyone, for joining us again on Women's Reality Radio, where we bring you stories and conversations with real women dealing with real, relevant, everyday challenges, joys, setbacks, you name it. We're all in here living it together. This is the real version of reality. I'm thankful and honored to be here today to bring you this story by Kim Reynolds. And please check out my website, womensrealitynetwork.com, to follow up on the resources uh, that Kim shared with you today. Thank you, Kim. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you, Sherry. See you next time. We hope you enjoyed this Women's Reality Radio podcast. Tune in daily, browse our online podcast library, and subscribe to womensrealitydaily.com for real-life, relevant articles delivered direct to your inbox. To be a guest on one of our podcasts or to purchase a monthly sponsorship, email us at contact at womensrealitynetwork.com. 